everybody. Welcome back to Home and Ray Character Talks. Firstly, before I dive into episode two, I would like to thank everybody that has listened to the first episode. I really appreciate all the support you have given me so far. Now, this episode is about Flynn Saunders. As some people may know who watch the show, he came in 2001 and he was married to Sally, but I'm going to get more into that as we go on. So let's dive into the talk about Flynn, shall we? Okay, so I'm just going to talk briefly about the backstory that Flynn had when he first arrived in the bay. So firstly, viewers were quick to learn that he was a counsellor. He was also a trained doctor. Now, Flynn's family and him was a bit of a bizarre, not ordinary, typical family story. So Flynn's mother was deceased. Him and his father had a frosty relationship. They definitely didn't get along. His sister, Ashley, well, she was... Let's just say she had some issues of her own and left. So Flynn basically for the first couple of months followed every lead on Ashley he could when he got one to find her. So And then they kind of begun some rebuilding as Flynn was looking after her. But that's more about their relationship. You didn't get much other than that on his backstory really. Other than the fact that he had like a bit of a history with his family and the counsellor stuff. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about Flynn's arrival. Flynn arrived in June 2001, played by Martin Dingerwall at that time. So he arrived becoming Noah's counsellor because Noah was experiencing some drinking issues and thankfully Noah overcame these and became good mates with Flynn. Because he was a trained counsellor, Flynn actually soon found himself working at the local drop-in centre and you saw storylines, as I will get into later, with Flynn working at the drop-in centre for his first few years on the show. So when he arrived, you basically just saw him as a counsellor at first and not much else, really, that I can recall anyway, but I haven't really watched as many of his arrival episodes as I would like, so... Yeah, that's just a little bit about how he arrived in the Bay. I do think it was fitting for Flynn to arrive as a counsellor. And I do think the storyline that he arrived for fit. And that he was a great addition to the cast. From the episodes I have seen from 2001, which was his arrival year, and the clips, I did notice how much of a great addition that Flynn was to the show. And how... Flynn's arrival affected many different characters and relationships, which I thought was really good to see. So I'm very glad that he arrived in the bay when he did. So before I jump into my next segment, I thought I would just quickly explain that Flynn over the years was actually played by not one but two actors. So as I mentioned earlier, he was played by Martin Dingleball in 2001 and 2002. So Martin appeared as Flynn from episode 3075 to the last episode they appeared in in 2003. Now, I can't remember what number that was, but I do know him and Sally's exit storyline for that was actually a trip array to get start on the Sarri storyline, which I did explain about in Sally's, and I will dive in deeper into Flynn's. Now, when they came back from that in 2003, Flynn actually had a whole new appearance, and that was because he was played by a new actor, Joel McIlroy, who played Flynn from 2003 to 2006, when Flynn unfortunately died. 
But I just thought I would just clear that up. So he was played by two different actors, which is why I had previously said that. So I'm now going to talk about Flynn's relationship with his family. Now, for this, I'm going to do Flynn's all-in-one segment. So that's going to be his sister and his father and member family he made with Sally, which was obviously Cassie, Rick, and Pippa, which I will dive into now. So firstly, him and his dad, now their relationship was rather frosty, particularly before his dad came to the Bay, which was like late 2002, and it kind of remained a little bit frosty, but on the improve to what it was before he came to the Bay. Now, you did see Flynn's dad come back again for Flynn and Sally's wedding, and you kind of saw an improvement in their relationship at that point, like compared to what it had been. So you saw that his dad was, like, happy and proud for him, and his dad actually went to the Bucks night with him and saw another side of Flynn when he had to deliver a baby. That's why, like, you saw Flynn's eventualist side more, I guess, and you saw Flynn's dad actually give them a honeymoon gift for a trip away, and it just showed how much Flynn's dad actually cared about him despite the frosty relationship they had in the past. They had moved on, and you could see the love and care that his father had for him. The next time I'm pretty sure that his dad actually appears was after Flynn's death from cancer. And you saw how the death affected his dad. Like, you could see the grief. It wasn't obviously a, a grief storyline that was heavily featured for his dad, but you could see the grief at the funeral and then when he was talking to Alf at the house and you, and he said he would have been down here like a shot if Flynn had led him to say goodbye, but unfortunately Flynn didn't. So you saw how much he loved and actually had missed his son and that he could have had that proper goodbye. Now, Flynn's sister, Ashley, their relationship, Flynn always loved her, no matter what, no matter her issues and flaws, and their relationship was kind of a rebuilding one too. Now, I haven't seen much of that on screen, so I probably couldn't tell you as much about that one, but I do know that they rebuilt a lot after Flynn went looking for her, and you saw again when Ashley returned not for the reading but she did return for Flynn's funeral and you saw how upset and emotional she was and how much she truly did miss her brother and you saw that Ashley also wished that she got the opportunity to say goodbye I do love how Ashley and John both came back for his funeral it was really fitting that Flynn got his dad and his sister there now I'm going to dive in on the family he had when he married Sally. So firstly, I'm going to dive in with little baby Pippa because obviously she came along first. So this wasn't a heavily storyline one, obviously, because Pippa was a younger kid. When Flynn was dying, you got to see more of Flynn spending time with Pippa and you could tell that Pippa was worried around Flynn like she could almost sense that something was happening to him. But you truly, the whole time Pippa was on the show, ever since she was born, you saw the love Flynn had for his daughter. He loved her pretty much more than anything other than Sally and you saw how special the connection was and their actual goodbye scene when Flynn died. It just, it was so emotional. Like, you saw that Pippa would, well, I guess, in a sense, knew that something was going on. And you saw Flynn say goodbye and that Daddy always loves you. And it just, it hits different. Like, I just wish more than anything that Flynn got to see Pippa grow up. When 
people actually returned in 2013 with Sally. She mentioned Flynn a bit and wanted to be a doctor like Flynn was. And that just made me wish that we got them even more because Pippa, even though I hadn't spent much time with Flynn in her lifetime or didn't get to grow up with her dad, she wanted to follow in his footsteps, which I thought was really special. And she wanted to know all the places in the Bay that Flynn loved and wanted to be like her father. And I just, I just thought that was really special and straight. I actually really loved that. Now, Rick actually was fostered by Pippa, like by Flynn even, and Sal. I was thinking Pippa, anyhow, by Flynn and Sal in 2004. Now, this relationship, it wasn't always smooth sailing either. Flynn and Rick definitely had their moments where they did argue. But I think that was outraged by the moments that they were connected and bonded and truly they were best friends even though they were foster dad and son they were best friends and they really admired each other and looked up and Rick definitely looked up to Flynn and even after Flynn died or when Flynn had cancer Rick was struggling with it and didn't really know what he would do without him and obviously the bond grew like over years and when it was time for Rick to say goodbye to Flynn he was dreading it and he didn't want to do it and he didn't want to lose the one guy that he ever had as a dad and admired and looked up to, I guess. So when it did finally come to say goodbye, Flynn said, I knew it would be the last run because Flynn knew that it would be as hard for Rick as it was for him. You actually, in the death episode, and I cry every time, Flynn said to Rick, I didn't just get a son, I got a best friend. And that made me cry because it showed how much Flynn actually loved Rick as a son and as a friend and it showed how much after everything they had been through how much they'd grown closer and how dependent on each other in some ways they could be with stuff particularly Rick on Flynn and after that you saw Rick like heard Rick call Flynn dad for the first time and that just made me cry because I was like they're finally at this turning point where Rick has acknowledged that Flynn's his father and more father to him than his dad ever was. And when he said, I love you, Dad, I'm like, the heart strings just hit different. It was honestly great to watch just that scene, the connection they had, the special bond. They got a proper goodbye and actually really cried watching that because it was a real turning point and you knew how much Rick would struggle without Flynn, and it was proven on the show, which I will get more into in Rick's but character talks, but you saw how dependent and how much Rick loved Flynn. Now, the last kid that Flynn had, I shouldn't say had because fostered, not obviously human cells, was Cassie. Cassie arrived in 2005. It didn't focus on their relationship as much as it did Flynn and Rick's, However, you did get to see some great scenes between them, particularly in 2005 when they found out about Flynn's cancer. Cassie was a mess and said that she loved Flynn more than anything and it really did affect her, the cancer. You even saw Cassie overheard a conversation in six about Flynn wanting to die, but then once because he wasn't sure he could cope with the pain, but then he saved Cassie's life and he kind of knew he needed to keep going. And Cassie, after that, was even more grateful for Flynn than ever. And they got their special, like, hug and a moment and Cassie reminded Flynn of how much she loved him. 
Then when it came for time for Flynn to say goodbye to Cassie, you got to see the emotional scene and it was just a relaxing and Cassie and Flynn just made it even more special and it showed their bond a bit more. So you got to see like Cassie say goodbye to Flynn in her own way. So Flynn basically told Cassie Pippa grew up to be half a person. Cassie was Flynn would be a very proud dad. And he also told Cassie how much he loved her and she got to tell him how much she loved him and it just it was really special. I actually cry every time I watch that scene because of how special the bond truly was. And I do wish that we got more Flynn and Cassie stuff because the relationship was one that flew under the radar, but to me it was a very good one and a very special one. Yeah, actually, I forgot to mention this earlier, but now I think of it, Flynn was the one that actually helped Cassie more so when her nan died than Sow did. So you got to see a lot of Flynn and Cassie talking through that, and Flynn told Cassie, like, even back then, that he was there whenever she needed him. So he just... And he kind of said that towards the end as well, like, Flynn was always there when she needed him the most, and that was truly special. So that's basically it for Flynn's family relationships. So I hope you guys later to Finn or two and enjoyed listening about Flynn's relationships with his family. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about Flynn's romantic relationships. His main one was with Sally. There was, like, a brief moment when Shauna had a crush on him and told him she was in love with him and that her relationship broke down with Jude because of that. But you didn't really get much of that. And Flynn didn't like Shauna anyway as he was falling for Sally. So... Firstly, Flynn and Sally had a moment at her house and then they eventually kissed at the drop-in centre and after that they attempted to have first date. So the first time they attempted to have their first date, they ended up staying at the drop-in centre with a deaf girl. The second time, Flynn got a lead on his sister, Ashley, so he had to cancel at the last second. And then when they finally got their first date, they actually went abseiling and had a nice picnic, which... Wasn't what Sally expected, but it ended up pretty good in the end. You then saw their relationship developing, but next big storyline was when Sally got injured at the drop-in centre and then ended up going to hospital and discovering that she had cancer. Now, during that, Sally began to push Flynn away because she found out that they couldn't have kids and they briefly broke up. However, by the end of that year, Sally and Flynn thankfully ended up getting back together. In 2002, Sally was briefly written out at the start, so you didn't really get much of that at the start. But the next big thing, I guess, was when it was his 30th birthday, he managed to actually organise a surprise for Sally with all her brothers and sisters coming back to the bay and they watched the tape sent from Pippa. And it just showed how much Flynn loved her and how much he cared for her and wanted to be with her forever. And then the next big storyline after that they actually had was the Sarigan storyline. So this started in late 2002 and it was they were looking into ways to have children still. So Sophie, who was Sally's foster sister, ended up coming to the bay and agreeing to donate. So they ran to Ray and then came back. And I'm going to point out this was when Joel McIlroy started playing Flynn was when they came back from that. And Sophie was pregnant, but unfortunately, Sally and Flynn's baby was 
miscar like she miscarried Sally and Flynn's baby and after that the surrogate storyline kind of got pushed away for a while as that they just grieved and settled with that. It was actually a few weeks later after that when Flynn was trying to find the right moment to propose. Now Sally didn't want to get married because of her past and because she didn't think marriage was, like, the end game, I guess, for relationships. And with some encouragement from Alf and Leah, Flynn eventually did propose in the classroom at the school and Sally did accept the proposal and they got engaged. Now, you did see a bit of reading planning. They got married as soon as they could. So in the build-up to that reading day... There was a lot of things that went wrong, but eventually, even though Flynn had thought he might have been ditched at the altar, even though in his heart he believed he hadn't, Sally actually then turned up a bit rest for rare and said, I hope you're not getting cold feet on me now, or something like that. And then they went to get married. However, in true Henry fashion and true Sally and Flynn, like everything went wrong after that again, with it starting raining. So they eventually got married in the hospital. Now, their vows to each other, I can't remember enough by heart, but they said they were in vows, and it was just really special, and I actually really loved hearing their vows to each other. Now, after their reading, they had a honeymoon, so it was once again written out for a bit, and then the Sokin storyline came up a bit again, not long after they were tent. This time, Leah was the donor, and thankfully, thankfully for Sally and Flynn, she didn't miscarry or anything. So Flynn and Sally were celebrating his birthday on a picnic, really romantic picnic. It was really cute when Leah actually fell into labour and they just got to hospital in time for the birth of baby Pippa. So it was actually really cute. I had never seen Sally and Flynn so happy or in love. The next big storyline they were caught up in was the siege that involved Sarah Lewis. Sally and Flynn were both really worried and scared and Sally was worried she was going to lose Flynn during that. Thankfully she didn't but one of their friends, Noah, did get shot from that and you did see the emotions of Sally and Flynn after that. Now, the next storyline was in 2004. So you saw the hunt, like late 2004, you saw them deciding on fostering Rick after moving into their child Sally's childhood home again. So you saw Rick was our grandson and then Sally and Flynn decided that whenever he returned to the bay after he went missing they would foster him. Now in the new year you unfortunately got a bit when Sally's marriage to Flynn got under strain. Now they eventually pulled through this and Flynn was under observation at the hospital, but thankfully was allowed to still work there. Now, it was around this time that Zoe McAllister, who turned out to be connected to Sarah, joined, and it became a very big storyline for Flynn and Sal, which I will get into a bit more in a second. But I'm just going to say quickly, Rick did return in 2005 and discovered Alf was his grandfather, and Sally and Flynn fostered him during that. So he was there for this next big storyline so Zari McAllister joined the hospital no one knew that she wasn't the real Zari McAllister or that she wasn't um 
or that she was connected to Sarah Lewis, who had killed Noah the year prior. Now, soon after Zari joined, Sally was found on the floor in the Summer Bay house, and she was admitted to hospital where Flynn had to ultimately make the choice that to drill, get the surgeons to drill a hole in Sally's skull to save her life because she had been injured from that. After that, during this stalker storyline as well, Sally and Flynn soon again found themselves fostering a second child. Now, this was Cassie, who I mentioned earlier. She had been living with her nan, but her nan died, so Sally and Flynn decided to look after her as well. Back to the storyline of the stalker now. So, Sally got abducted by Zuri, and Flynn was literally fearing for her safety. Like, he was so stressed out. I've watched these episodes repetitively, I must say, and Flynn, Rari, and stress about his life made my heart pull. So Flynn, all he wanted to do was look for Sally and make sure she was alive and okay. So Sally was eventually rescued. It did take a few episodes. She was rescued by Peter, who was a cop on the show at the time, and her and Flynn were reunited. Now, after overcoming that, there was a whole storyline of a student Diesel trying to have a fixation on Sally and he wanted to be with her and had a massive crush on her and actually kissed her. Now this was something that Flynn didn't like and eventually Diesel got to the point of trying to um kidnap Sally and like kidnap Sally sort of Pippa and try to leave her house with her. But Flynn got home just in time and saved her and that storyline after that was soon ended now the next storyline that was big for them actually was Flynn's cancer storyline now this storyline was hands down by heart most heartbreaking storyline for Sam Flynn I still remember when Flynn found out and him having to tell Sally and Sally's reaction I just cried Sally said they were meant to be together forever like you promised me we would be together forever and they rare be and the fact that they weren't going to be because of this cancer actually really sucks so Due to that cancer, he had to stop working him and he decided that he wanted to renew his vows with Sally. So with Cassie, Rick, Alf and Colleen there, they renewed their vows and Flynn promised Sally that no matter what happened, that he would watch over her all the time, no matter what. He would be watching over Sally no matter what happened. He would literally just look out for her even when he was gone. So you got to see the vow in you and it was actually really special. So after that, you just got a massive cancer. Like just his cancer deteriorating. You actually saw after a christening of baby Noah, who was Haley's baby, fling collapsing and he decided he wanted to end his life. But Sally talked him around from doing that and he helped rescue Rick and Cassie Rich meant he realised how much he had left to live and Sally got more time with him. His last streak soon came and you got him and Sally saying their goodbye. Now this episode for Flynn and Sally, hands down the most emotional. I cried the whole episode watching their goodbye. So basically they talked about when they first got together and how Sally loved Flynn from the first moment he saw her, it turned out. So, like, she saw him from what it turned out. And they mentioned about Shauna and they mentioned 
how much they loved each other and when they danced to their wedding song after looking at their wedding photos Flynn wanted to dance to their wedding song so he got to dance to that and then you heard Sally talking to Flynn and then you got them Flynn died and them saying goodbye and then you saw how much after Flynn died that Sally struggled throughout the funeral and throughout it all it was just and you also even after Flynn died as well saw how much Sally loved him the whole way through she really loved him and just couldn't be with anyone else after in like a committed relationship for that long because Flynn was the person she loved and yeah, so that romantic relationship was the one that Flynn mainly had. So I hope you enjoyed this dive into Flynn and Sally's relationship. So next up, I'm talking about three of my favourite Flynn Saunders storylines. The first one for me that instantly comes to mind is his cancer and death storyline. This would hands down be one of the most emotional storylines. Definitely the most emotional death in home and array history, in my personal opinion. So... It started off because Dr. Matthews had discovered a metamorama on Flynn's back and he did some scans and it turned out to be cancer, which then made Flynn have to tell Sally that they only had three months left together, which was actually a really emotional scene to watch. And I do cry watching that scene because, as Sally said, you promised me we would be together forever and Flynn was breaking his promise, which he hated, and Sally just was losing the love of her life which I hated as well and I think a lot of viewers did so basically after that you saw Flynn's cancer progress and you also saw other Bay residents including Alf and Flynn's foster kids Rick and Cassie find out and you saw the impacts it had on the characters like them them and Colleen were kind of the characters you saw it had the most impact on besides Sally and Flynn himself obviously so the cancer storyline went from the end of 2005, so like three months before the end even, to early 2006. So his cancer progressed significantly and you saw the struggles that Flynn had. He even at one point just before the storm or cyclone even in 2006 had decided on taking the morphine. But after saving Cassie and Rick's life, he decided against that and to spend as much time with his family while he still could. Unfortunately, though, in January or early February of 2006, I'm pretty sure it was January, Flynn lost his battle to cancer now. The death episode in itself was so emotional. It was one of the most emotional ones to me anyway. So you saw Flynn saying his goodbyes to the people he loved. So you had a scene with him and Sal. Actually, you had lots of scenes with him and Sally. So you saw them doing their wedding dance and talking about the love story and all of that and you saw them saying goodbye and it just made me cry because their love story was a really special love story and their wedding was one of the most special weddings I personally believe in the history of the whole show and it just Sally was losing him and I really hated seeing Sally upset and how his death did affect her and how the lead up to his death was affecting her and then he also had a goodbye scene with Cassie where he said how proud he was of her and how he loved that she was always happy and caring and basically they got their closure scene and said to each other they loved each other. That scene for me, I bawled my eyes out crying because Flynn really cared about Cassie. She was like a daughter to him and it just made me so mad that we didn't actually get to see that develop. So it was really nice to at least get a closure scene between those two. The next person you saw Flynn say goodbye to was Alf and they talked about how Flynn 
made Sally the happiest. And Alf said she he had never seen Sally as happy as she had been since he met Flynn. And you also saw Alf make a life-changing promise to Flynn, saying he would always look after Sally and the kids, which was really special. I was glad to see that Alf made that promise to Flynn, and I was glad to see Flynn feeling more, not necessarily relaxed, but I think it definitely helped Flynn feel more at ease of being able to go, knowing that someone was going to look after the people he loved most. One of the last goodbyes Flynn actually had was with Rick. Now, Rick and Flynn were like father and son, and it was great in the death episode. As much as I wish it had happened earlier, to actually have both Flynn and Rick acknowledge that. So Flynn actually said to Rick, I didn't just get a son, I got a best friend. And Rick said, I love you, Dad. And I was like, that just shows how the relationship development had gone. And I really hated how you didn't get to see more of it. But Flynn's death definitely affected Rick. Not necessarily more than Sally, but more than most. So his death storyline, it affected a lot of people. And it was so emotional. And I cried his whole death episode pretty much. So... His cancer and death storyline would have had to be one of my favourites for the emotional impact. And you also got to see Joel McElroy's acting skills even more than you probably had in the past. It was definitely a very, very good storyline for Joel and he did an incredible job playing Flynn in it. Um, My next favourite storyline that comes to mind is actually the Flynn and Sally proposal storyline. Now, there was a bit of a lead-up to this due to Sally not wanting to get married and it actually took... Alf and Leah's encouragement for Flynn to eventually try to propose for, like, the fourth time because he had tried a fair few times. And Flynn always was, like, popping the idea of marriage into Sally's head, but she didn't want to get married due to her past. But Flynn eventually proposed in the school classroom. And it was a very good proposal. I actually thought it was very fitting that he proposed there just because it's Sally and... Any proposal I would have been fine with for the two of them, but I definitely loved the proposal and how Sally said yes, and I loved how the kids were so supportive of the engagement, and it was just a really good storyline to see that Flynn wanted to get married and he knew that he was certain that Sally was beloved in his life. It was definitely great to see that. Now that I've talked about the proposal, the final storyline for me that comes to mind and I apologize but the proposal one was a bit short the reading one to go for longer so the reading in itself was just dramatic I shouldn't say that but there's always a drama with a home and array reading so Flynn was so confident that Sally would come to be alter mind you she later on did but there was a few disasters along the way, which I won't get into because that was more Sally-focused than Flynn. Anyhow, you saw Flynn kind of worry a bit but still have the confidence that Sally would be there and he refused to cancel the reading. And then his reaction when she actually got there was great to see. And then how it rained. So they had to change into dressing gowns and get married in the hospital. And it was just great to see Flynn and Sally finally get married and you... Flynn's vows to Sally, I can't remember in off by heart. At Home Race Scenes does have a scene with Sally and Flynn's vows on Instagram though, so if you want to have a look, I'd recommend following that page. But Flynn's vows to Sally were really special. And I do remember she, he said, like, there's not a minute of an hour of a day that I'm not, like, thankful for your love and support. 
I'm pretty sure Flynn said that. I might be wrong. But it was truly special to, like, see that Flynn loved and appreciated Sally. Like, you always knew that he did, but, like, to reconfirm that and to hear him say that in front of Sally's family and friends was truly incredible. The vows and reading was actually a really special one. And I actually, although they didn't get a reading dance in the hospital, I loved how when they got home, Flynn said, I don't think it's too late. And they had their first dance. And you got to see them dance and be happy before going on their honeymoon. It was actually truly special reading. And I loved watching the reading storyline. It was great to see Sally finally find love. And it was great to see Flynn and Sally get married. As I can't think of two characters that deserved more happiness. So, yeah, those are my top three Flynn Saunders storylines. Okay, so I will briefly talk about some of my favourite Flynn friendships. So there are a few that instantly come to mind. The first one actually being with Alf. So him and Alf pretty much since the start had a good friendship. It developed more when Flynn and Sally got together. I particularly loved how supportive Alf was of their relationship and how Alf was probably there the most for Flynn besides Sally during the cancer storyline. Alf was one of the first people Flynn had told, and it was great to see Alf be there to support Flynn through one of the hardest, if not the hardest time of his life. It was really great to see how much their friendship had built and how Alf could be there for Flynn. And Flynn had been there for Alf plenty of times too, but Alf was always there for Flynn when Flynn needed his support. And I really loved watching that friendship throughout the years. I know it's like only a brief little bit about Alf, but I just feel like there's not much you can say about the friendship because it all comes into small red. So it's basically like great build up. I love how they were always there for each other and supportive of each other. I love how Alf supported Flynn throughout the hardest time of his life. I love how Flynn was always able to go to Alf when he needed to. And I particularly loved how... Flynn actually took in with Sally, Alf's grandson, Rick. It was actually great to see that, and it was great to see how Flynn became a dad to Alf's grandson. I don't know why, but I found that really special and great to see, and you did see a lot of Alf and Flynn scenes during that period, which I really loved. Now, <coughs> sorry about that. The next friendship for me that comes into mind is Flynn and Dan. Now, you got to see bits and pieces of this friendship. I won't really go into depth about it because I didn't get to watch as much of that friendship as I would have liked due to not many episodes being up. Dan and Flynn, they probably had a few downs. In fact, they did because they did fight in one particular storyline. But they had some ups as well. And I really loved that Dan did be you a Jew at Flynn's funeral and said the stuff he did about Flynn and I know for a fact that they both cared about each other and were loyal to each other which is the main reason I do love their friendship and why it came into mind so that's just a briefing on Dan and Flynn's friendship but yeah I definitely love their friendship I wish I did get to see more of that friendship but obviously only said in episodes are online so it's very hard to find episodes with that friendship in it, but it was great to see the stuff that I did get to see, and I do think that Dan was one of Flynn's best friends in the Bay, and um, Flynn was one of Dan's. The final friendship that I'm going to talk about that I have seen a bit more of than Dan's because of the episodes being online is Jessie. Now, 
Jesse and Flynn were friends pretty much since 2001 and they were running buddies and they were just great friends and Flynn and Jesse always went to each other for support and they always talked about like big life changes together and they understood each other and particularly Flynn understood Jesse in a way that other Bay residents might not have. So I definitely think that friendship probably was uh, maybe even my favourite of Flynn's because I definitely loved the friendship that Flynn and Jesse shared. Uh, one thing that always came to mind was they would run and talk about either like decisions they were making in regards to the relationships or their jobs or life in general. And it was actually always great to see with Flynn and Jesse scenes. I always enjoyed watching those scenes and that friendship. And I do risk that they actually got a goodbye scene when Jesse left, but unfortunately that didn't happen. I truly missed this friendship when we lost it. It was actually really great to see the development between like former prisoner, I guess, and counselor become best friends. It wasn't a predicted friendship, but it was great to see that it was one and that it was a really good, solid friendship. And it was probably Flynn's most solid friendship, in my opinion, anyway. It was a really special one, as I said. And I would have loved to see more of it. Anyhow, those are just some of my favourite Flynn Saunders friendships. Now, I will just give a special mention quickly to Flynn's friendship with Colleen, actually. I just remembered that. So, I loved when Flynn and Colleen had scenes. Now, their friendship wasn't a major one, but when they had scenes and when Colleen was there for Sound Flynn or... Flynn was there for her throughout her cancer storyline. It was actually great to see that. Flynn was definitely so supportive of Colleen through that and was able to help her through that, which was really great to see. So I just remembered that. So that's my last favourite friendship, but brief mention to that. It was actually great when they did get scenes, Flynn and Colleen. Definitely an underrated friendship, but they were always there for each other and supporting each other as well, which I love. So that is my, finally, my four favourite Flynn Saunders friendships. So apologies when I said before that I had done and hadn't, but yeah, those are my favourite Flynn friendships. Now I will share my departure thoughts on Flynn's departure. So obviously because he was leaving a few years before Sally did and there was no way in hell they could break up because fans would rage. I get the storyline for it, so the death storyline. I get why it had to happen, even though I hated that it had to happen. I did understand it. So I loved the departure in the sense that you kind of got the closure with Flynn and Sally. You got to see their goodbye and you got to see like some sort of closure, even though Sally never always had closure you got to see some kind of closure for the relationship in some ways, I guess. Not completely for Sally and her love for Flynn. And she always loved Flynn and, like, that was never going to change. But you got to see the goodbye and you got to see Flynn have closure with everything, I guess. Not so much Sally, but... I think the death storyline also made sense because there was no other way you could write Flynn out, really. Not without splitting him and Sally up and... Like I said earlier, there was no way that would happen because people would rage and it just wouldn't make much sense. I definitely think that hadn't Joel McElroy known that Kate Ritchie was going to leave in 2008, he would have probably signed on for another year. Or at least I would like to hope that he would have and Sally and Flea would have got a happy ending. I kind of risk that Sally did leave in 2006 in one respect 
sorry that her and Flynn could have that happy ending. But then the other part of me gets why she didn't and wishes that Flynn stayed on. Because as much as the death storyline was good and fitting and a good closure for Flynn's character, as much as it did make me cry, I would have loved him and Sally to have a happy ending. So whether that was Kate leave like two years earlier or then both leaving one year after or one year earlier or Joel signing on for two years longer. I would have definitely loved to see Flynn and Sally have that happy ending, but like I said, I do understand why the writers had to do what they did. I definitely thought you did get closure for Flynn's character throughout the departure storyline and you got a closure for his rela- like main relationship. So like Alf, Sally, Rick, Hashi, you got the closure with them and Flynn. But I just... I wish the death never happened. I get why, like I said, I get why it had to, but I wish it didn't have to because, honestly, Flynn was one of the best characters and I wish he got his happy ending with Sally instead of a death. But the departure, I guess for the time that it aired for 2006, there was no other way you could do it. And as far as deaths go, it was perfect. You got the goodbyes with the people that deserved to have goodbyes with him. You got the emotional like, connection to his character, and you definitely felt connected to Flynn, like, a lot of characters did over the years feel connected to Flynn, just like the viewers did, and it was definitely great to see Flynn get the closure that he deserved, because he was a character that was on there for several years, from 2001 to 2006, so it was definitely a long period, and it was definitely great that the writers did it in a way that you did get closure on the character in Sunset, and you got the farewells with the people that deserved and and Flynn's funeral as well you definitely got that um closure for some characters again and I also think it was great that Joel did do a voiceover for the funeral episode because it was really fitting for Flynn's funeral to actually have that but yeah so his departure storyline I have mixed feelings about it like I said I wish him and Sal got the happy ending but because of the time that Flynn was leaving, the death storyline made sense. And I definitely got closure in some form for Flynn. So it was a truly special storyline, his departure one. I will say that. His death and cancer storyline was a really special one and one that a lot of people could connect to. So I do think it was a great storyline. Yeah, so that's my thoughts on Flynn's departure. Sorry for rambling a bit. I know I did ramble, but that's my thoughts. So I will leave it there for my departure thought. Okay, so that concludes my Flynn Saunders character talks episode. I really hope you all enjoy this. Now, before I go, I would just like to say that I have Instagram and Facebook pages. So for Instagram, it's at HAA Character Talks. If you would like to follow and Facebook, there's a public group with the user HAA Character Talks. Also, now my next episode will be out Thursday. This is a bonus get to know me episode. So if you would like to ask questions for that, whether they're related to a home array, the pod or personal, um, you can direct message me on my Instagram account or you can comment on the Facebook post in the group that there is. Anyhow, that is all from me for now. Thank you for listening to me chatting about Flynn Saunders. I do hope once again that you enjoyed the episode and Thank you so much for listening to the pod and I will talk to you guys again 